Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! yeah. My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 324 for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having the best day ever? Best week ever? Terrible day? I hope not. Uh, my name is Josh. I am a comedian, brand ambassador, earthling, and I'm in the United States right now. Uh, just in case you're like, hey, what's the One Man Podcast? I stumbled across this happenstance. I'm being punished by the algorithm. Who knows how you stumbled across it? Um what it is, is it's me telling you about what's going on with me personally, professionally, everything in between what my last week is like. And, um, this week I'm going to tell you guys about, uh, just moving from Detroit to, um, well, where did I go? I went to Joliet, Michigan, just for one night on my way to Des Moines, Iowa. Hmm. Exciting stuff. Um, I'll let you know how the Detroit activation went. Some cool stuff there. Um, just what's going on with me. I've been, I've been trying American fair, noticing some stuff on American television and things like that. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you guys about it. You know, it's uh it's kind of open and shut. If you've been listening to the last couple episodes, how about that last one? Huh? It was pretty long five hours or so. Ryan and I shooting the shit this week. Ryan is not here. Um, this was the part of our trip where Ryan has gone to Nashville and I have gone to, uh, Des Moines and I'm really envious because today Today is Wednesday. I am getting this out to you guys just slightly late, but more on time than any recent episodes. Um, today I was running around getting stuff from Costco for our activation this weekend. Ryan is in Nashville. He actually went uh, on a trip to Lynchburg, Tennessee to visit the Jack Daniels distillery, man. I would rather be where he is. And he's saying how awesome Nashville is. And he's already taken tours of like the stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck off the highway in Des Moines, Iowa. Boring. Um, not shitting on Iowa. Everyone is very friendly here. Friendliest place I've been yet. Um, it's just not, uh, just not too terribly exciting. And, um, I actually just found out today that, uh, Ed Sheeran is in fact going to be here. I thought I was just coming here to like promote his stuff at the IndyCar, but he's going to be at this IndyCar event. So he's going to be Saturday in uh, Nashville and he's going to be Sunday at the, uh, the, uh, I think it's called the Iowa Speedway. Sorry, gang, I'm sp sipping on water. It's pretty muggy here today, and I, I just got in. I'm, I'm behind. Um, so let me just tell you guys, last week I teased that Ryan and I, after the episode, we were going to be going to the Olive Garden, and that we did. We we walked down the street of Warren, Michigan, which is like outside of Detroit. So we weren't really in Detroit, although Ryan and I had no idea. Oh, here comes the yawns. Oh, Jesus, I've been doing that yawning stuff. So we, uh, we decided we we're going to walk down the Olive Garden. It's down the street. It was like a 15 minute walk. 
And um, one thing I noticed when we were on the street was just that there was not like after like 30 seconds, Ryan actually started the the walk on the phone. He was on the phone with someone. I can't remember who, not that it's super important, but he was on the phone walking and talking. So he's kind of distracted and I'm walking going like, I'm looking forward. I'm looking to the left across the street. I'm looking back behind me. There wasn't a single human being walking on this street. Now this was still daylight. Cars were driving up and down the street like nobody's business. And it was like a three lane on each side kind of street. So it was a big street, but just like, you know, and there's a big Lowe's across the street and all sorts of, you know, pizza hut talk, about, but just nobody was walking. And I was like, that's strange. Cause there's like a lot of like, like green area beside us too. Like, so it was just kind of like, I, I was just thinking to myself, like, why the fuck is nobody, why does just, just nobody walk here? Is that what the fuck is going on? So once Ryan got off the phone, I'm like, Hey man, do you, do you notice anything? He's like, what? And he's like, I think he was just trying to guess at that point. But I was like, there's, there isn't anybody else on the street at all. And he's like, meh, well, cool. We got it all to ourselves. And then we started shooting the shit about how to disarm somebody about, you know, if they came at you because, because Ryan's got training and that stuff. So he was telling me different things about how to disarm people. If they came up to you with a gun and whatnot, that was kind of cool. Uh, finally got to the Olive Garden guys. If you've never been to the Olive Garden, if you're Canadian, you've seen it referenced a million times they, you know, they make fun of it on family guy and stuff. It's Eastside Mario's for all intents and purposes. Jesus Christ, Josh to get up and make myself a coffee. There's, there's like, you get in and it's like uh, unlimited soup and salad, unlimited breadsticks. And then your entree, you know, with your entree. So it, it's almost identical to East side mirrors, except they had this like um, chicken gnocchi soup. There was huge chunks of chicken in this um, huge pieces of gnocchi. The soup was, was better. I love me some Italian wedding soup at Eastside Mario's. Uh, sadly, Italian wedding was not one of the options, but it was a nice cream, like cream chicken soup with gnocchi and, and veggies. It was great. Delicious. Um, I ordered what they called the tour of idiot, uh, tour of idiocy. No, uh, the tour of Italy, which basically was a piece of lasagna, a little, uh, a chicken parm, you know, cutlet, whatever. And then, uh, some, some Alfredo has basically just three different tastes quote unquote jesus of italy now let me guess gonna tune out immediately i'm really gonna try to get this yawning i think i think uh one more and i'm gonna go make a coffee even though i know it won't kick in for some time and i really need to get this recorded um so yeah i did that uh ryan did a shrimp scampi and uh and we had like one of those little trivia screens on the table where we could just you know answer questions or whatever it's just kind of fun it was just a it was a standard you know nothing but we sat there and i was like for the you know i go i go honestly i would have enjoyed this meal better than the one we had at the previous italian place so it wasn't bad and when we walked back we saw a ground a gray groundhog usually brown up here gray groundhog just chilling under some concrete just sticking his head out like he was out and he ran in there when we were walking by and then as we passed by you just see his little face in the hole staring out at us waiting for us to get out of his zone, out of his grill. And we saw fireflies. As we were coming back, it was starting to get dark and we saw fireflies. I haven't seen fireflies in a long time, especially like in a city area. So we're, we're staying in, like I said, Warren. Um, we did our activation. Oh, I was going to talk. Sorry. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to be able to make coffee. Um, I was going to talk about the drive to Detroit. It was like pretty easy. I think we maybe have even mentioned it on the last episode. It was really not a whole lot going on and it wasn't a super long drive. I thought it was, I thought it was gonna be a longer drive. It wasn't. Um, I think it was only like four or five hours. So like, you know, to a lot of people like, oh, it's a long drive. I'm like, trust me when you've been doing like 10 hour, eight hour, nine hour, 12 hour ones, like we've been doing five hours ain't shit, boy. We're used to like getting up at like six o'clock and then getting to our hotel at like seven, eight o'clock at night. So this was nothing. Um, we did, uh, we went to Costco again. We didn't have as much stuff to pick up. So it was just kind of a short little jaunt. Um, 
we did the activation. Okay. And that was, uh, oh, quit the yawning. The activation went better. I don't know if the universe heated our cries. Basically what happens, we showed up in the morning. We found out, we did like a team call just to sort of shoot the shit and all right, what's going right, what's going wrong. And we were under the impression that we were going to load in on Saturday morning and then activate in the evening for the concert and then come back Sunday to tear down. On the meeting, they're like, yeah, it's another one where we build, set up, tear down, uh, act, you know, all in one day. And we were just like, Ugh. but they're like, we're going to get you guys a, a, a break this time. We're going to do a better job because in, in, you know, Pittsburgh, we told you guys about how we were sitting in the truck trying to, to keep cool for like a couple hours break. Well, this time infinitely better. Um, we got there in the morning, like a good amount of the local labor showed up. I think almost everyone showed up. Um, we had an opportunity they were on time. So we had an opportunity to tell them like, Hey guys, here's how it's going to go. You know, we're going to do this, that, and the other, try not to get too ahead of yourself. We understand there's going to be some times where there's nothing just in those moments, be patient, you know, go to, go to the bathroom, have a quick smoke, whatever you need. There's, it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to be busy, 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 and then stop busy, 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 then stop. Um, it went good. We got things up. We had, uh, you know, a couple little issues as, as is to be expected. Right. Um, but overall it, it went great. And the thing is, once it was built, uh, we did a smaller footprint, excuse me, Ugh. we did a smaller footprint, um, and, and had like our, our tables beside us. We were just out right out in front of the, uh, the stadium, uh, where, where we were Ford field, uh, right outside. And I can't even tell you how the activation went because once we got everything set up or, you know, by like one o'clock, we moved the trucks off site very early, like got everything off the trucks, moved stuff off sites, even suggested like some new ways of packing the trucks to make life easier, which they did uh, do, which was amazing. Um, one o'clock rolled around, shout out, uh, to my buddy Mika had his celebrated his 40th on Saturday. So while I was moving the truck, I had an opportunity to give him a quick call and say, Hey man, happy birthday. And I'm sorry, I'm not there to celebrate it with you. Um, I did, uh, yeah, move the truck. We finished up. Everything went up pretty good. Like, like all minor problems. And then, uh, and they're like, all right, uh, Ryan, Josh, you guys go enjoy your break. Come back for, you know, six 30 or whatever it is. And we were like, oh shit. Or seven o'clock or something like that. Um, and it was great. We, we jumped in the second truck, drove back to the hotel. Um, and my plan was like sleep all afternoon, right. Get rested for like what would potentially be a late night. And, and in all honesty, um, I mean, I was awake for a few hours. I got like two hours sleep, but we came back and, uh, and the fact that we weren't giving away samples, like the last two shows we were giving away samples, um, after the show. So filling the warmers and then just going buck wild, uh, giving people free samples. I'm trying to remember we've done three so far. I believe we did them at, uh, yeah, we did it at, uh, at Foxborough as well. So we, we would fill the warmers up. And then as soon as the show was over and everyone's coming out, we we're just going crazy, giving away, running into the crowd. Hey guys, take some blah, blah, blah. Um, we weren't doing an exit sampling is what they call it, uh, this time. So we actually started like tearing down around like seven o'clock. We were out of there guys, uh, just before midnight. It was amazing. Um, Ryan and I got a break during the day. Um, the teams worked well and, uh, all of the local labor showed up for nighttime. So we had a good, like, it was, it was good. It was good. I'm very, very happy about that. Um, this, uh, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, and then we went back, Ryan and I didn't have too much of a, of a Sunday. I did like laundry and some things like that. And then did my drive. It was kind of cool because my drive this week was, uh, I had about a 10 hour drive to Des Moines, but I was like, you know what? I don't need to do it all in one day considering like my, my setup day is tomorrow, Thursday. Um, but I'm doing a smaller footprint. Um, I'm doing it with my, uh, with my boss, Will. And, um, 
this week for myself, we actually go and we set up tomorrow, Thursday, but that's it. We go, we set it up, we get everything in place. That's it. Then we have Friday off. We go back on Saturday just to activate. So we show up in the afternoon, activate, activate, activate. We get the fuck out of there. Uh, apparently it's a long day. I think it's like eight to eight Saturday, but that doesn't matter because once everything's set up, it's really pretty, pretty straightforward. And, um, we're going to be out of there like eight o'clock or whatever, Saturday night or, or something. I think it's like it's eight to eight, nine to nine. It's 12 hour day, but it's, it's really not that bad, especially when you're not starting your day by, by killing yourself physically doing like seven hours of, of, you know, physical labor. So, and then we come back Sunday, we tear it all down. We load into a truck. Uh, I take Monday to myself to just sort of sleep, do whatever, pack clean. And then, uh, and then Tuesday I will be driving to Chicago for the last stop of the U S uh, portion of this tour. So at least the portion that we're, we're involved with. So I'm, I'm jazzed. Um, I think it's going to be a relatively easy week. I got three work days instead of one, but honestly, I'd rather spread it out. Um, also during the day, there's not really a whole hell of a lot for me to do. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to keep myself busy, but at the same time, I end up doing a lot of just sitting on my phone playing old man match three games, you know, uh, just to, to kill time. Don't know what to do with myself. So I've been doing a lot of like TV watching and something I've noticed here in the States is that I, and you know what? It could very well be the case in Canada. I'm sure it is because it's the same channels, a lot of them, but like I, um, you know what? I'll tell you what, before I, before I go on to that, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys about my, my drive. Okay. Um, I drove the first, uh, like five hours to Joliet, which is just South of Chicago. We basically passed Chicago and then backtrack. So my day of driving was pretty straightforward. It wasn't anything special. Um, I think I'd stopped a couple of times to go to the bathroom, but that was it. I stopped in Joliet, which was like a seemingly a lovely little area. Um, stayed at the Hampton Inn there. They were very nice when I came in, in all fairness, like literally just dropped my shit off. And I noticed that I passed like a Best Buy and like a little mall. There was like a Burger King and some other little things. And I was like, oh, okay. Like there's stuff around here. There was a Shell gas station, uh, which is, you know, where we use our corporate card to fill up. So I'm like, okay, like kind of everything I need is right here. And then I, and because the day was, you know, I, I think I left at like 11, but I got there like five. So I still had some time. I just, honestly, I walked, you know, everything was close, but it, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't far, but it wasn't close either. So it was like a good 10 minute walk over to the the Best Buy. Cause I've been looking at these rear speakers for the rear speaker set that goes with the, uh, the, the, the sound bar that I bought before I left. And so I went over there, they have them in, in Best Buy. They, in, in the U S they don't have them in Canada. And I think, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys, I was trying to buy one and then it popped whatever, uh, no issue with it this time. Everything was easy peasy, able to buy the speakers, happy guy. Um, I chatted with a great dude, Robert, who was saying how, like, you know, we were chatting and I had mentioned that I, I do stand up. He's like, yeah, everyone tells me I should do stand up. I would like to. Then I, uh, big shout out to Robert. I would definitely encourage him to, uh, to do stand up comedy. He's, uh, you know, he's working at a Best Buy. I was working at Future Shop. You know, I was still a few years away from, from finally starting stand up, but, uh, we just got to talk shop and home theater stuff. It was just honestly like being in a small area. I had no agenda. All I was going to do is go to sleep, wake up and drive again the next day. It was kind of fun to just shoot the shit, be a consumer, look around a little bit. I do want to say this guys, um, the days of, of things being way cheaper in the States are over baby. Um, I was looking at soundbar prices and TV prices and 
the prices are the same for a lot of things. Now, I don't mean like a lot of people would go, oh, like I'll give you an example, just a small example. And it's still not the same. It's actually more expensive here. But like I'm looking at these things in Costco that are like $99 at home and they're like $79 here. And you're like, oh, it's $20 cheaper. Well, it's not with the exchange being like 1.36. You know what I mean? Like usual, like my point is like, let's say it was like $70 instead of a hundred. That would be the same price because it's like, okay, 70 American is like 99 Canadian. Um, however, I'm looking at stuff that's nine 99 here. Like the speaker, uh, like the sound bar I bought it's nine 99 here and it's nine 99 Canadian. Um, that means it's more expensive here. You know what I'm saying? You convert that to Canadian. You're looking at like 1300 bucks. So while it doesn't save us any, like actually it's, it's would be worse for a Canadian to come and spend your money here. It used to be that like things were way cheaper. And even with the exchange, it was still cheaper to, to come and buy shit here. Not the case anymore. I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, even Costco, um, it's a dollar 50 for one of their hot dogs and a drink here. It's a dollar 50 for one of their hot dogs and a drink in Canada. So quite honestly, if it was going to be like on par or similar, it'd be like 90, you know, it'd be dollar here, dollar 50 at home. And that's the same price. Um, shit's more expensive in the States. There's the odd thing where you'll find like a better price, but I mean like the very odd thing for the most part, you were looking at the same price tag USD as you would be back home in CAD, which means for an American who makes more money, you know what I mean? Like whose, whose money should go further. They should be coming to us to buy their shit in Canada because their dollar goes farther. And for them, that's like a, a fucking, you know, 30% discount. But for us, we're actually paying more. We're not like, oh, it's slightly cheaper or it's the same. No, no, it's actually more expensive for us to come here and buy because their shit's the same price as ours right now uh, in a lot of different places. So I before I before I get too excited about a price on anything, I have to like Google it. I, I've been ordering stuff on the apps and, uh, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but even that, like looking at the price, I'm like, ah, it's a little expensive. And then when I realized, oh, 40 bucks is actually costing me more like 52. I'm like, fuck, this shit's expensive here. So I, I shot the shit with a guy named Robert sold me my speakers. I asked him, uh, if he could suggest a place around there to eat. And he suggested canes. It was a place called, I think like raising canes, but just canes was the big name on the place. And he called it canes, whatever. And it was like a, like a chicken tenders joint. So like they sell you like chicken tenders meal with, with fries, or they take their tenders and they put them on a sandwich, which is what I got, uh, with fries. I remember tasting like my, they gave me a drink at my order. I remember trying high C way too sweet. I went with Coke zero, uh, had a few sips of them like this taste is gross. So I threw it away. Um, but I walked back, I picked up my speakers, I asked him if he could hang on to them. So I wasn't carrying, you know, big box of speakers all over this, this mall parking lot or whatever. So got, got my Cane's chicken, grabbed my speakers, walked back to my room, you know, ate my sandwich, enjoyable, the fries, meh, they were like crinkle fries or whatever. They're fine. They're just nothing special. Um, and that was my night in Juliet. I, I threw on the TV, watched the same shows that are always on the, the cable here. And, uh, and that was her. And then the next day I drove from Joliet to Des Moines. I, uh, I stopped at, um, where did I stop at? I stopped at a McDonald's just to get something quick to eat, which means my opti fasting for my whole U S trip is not going well. There's just too much food guys, too much great places to try. Uh, and honestly with the stress and everything, I'm not going to lie, man, eating's my, my coping mechanism. So, you know, doing, uh, <laughs> doing all of the, uh, the, the, you know, I've never been here before and this is the place you got to try stuff. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm eating, I'm eating and I'm, uh, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying doing that. Um, I got, uh, all right, let me make sure I got these, these things here. Uh, I got some points that I put down local labor, everything went up pretty quick. 
parked trucks off site. Mika's birthday napped, huh? Back to the site. Too bad. Tear down all pretty smooth. Separated us. Yeah. That was the only thing we did at the, uh, the activation was basically setting, spreading the two trucks up so that they had everything they needed to be able to, to, to split up. Um, driving to Des Moines. Like I said, I stopped for McDonald's. Um, that's, that's the, that's okay. So here's one of the things that I'm like, Oh, this is more like less expensive and more expensive. So McDonald's here has like a one, two and $3 menu. And like something I get is I get two McDoubles for three bucks and back home. They're like three, I think three twenty nine for a McDouble. So that's an example. How, even if you convert the three, you know, whatever to Canadian, okay, it's like four bucks or four twenty five. I'm not getting two McDoubles for four twenty five back home. It's going to cost me six, seven bucks, which is still reasonable for the amount of food you're getting. But I ordered a large fry, the large fry three sixty nine. Again, three sixty nine in America. It's like a five dollar fry in Canada. We're paying less, like we're paying more for the fries, but less for the McDoubles. There's just like, like there's not a whole lot of like the same menu you're getting fucked, but like it's there. Like the, I think my coffee, my large coffee was like a buck 69. Again, do the conversion is like two fifty or something or two twenty five. So it's a little more than at home. Um, but I don't really give a shit. Like pennies is not a big deal, but just for what it's worth, like for all those people like, oh, everything's way cheaper in states. It is not. I'm here to to break that bub, to burst that bubble, to break your spirit. It's not a lot of things are not cheaper here. Um, I'm looking at the 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 place at Cane's, I got I got a, a a chicken tender sandwich and a thing of fries and a drink, and it was like $13. American, you know? So I'm up to seven, eighteen ish Canadian. Not cheap, guys. It's not cheaper here. Um, so anyways, uh, I, I made the, the trip in pulled into the spot here at a reasonable time, shot the shit with the guys at the front desk. They're actually really cool. Um, you know, just, just talking about where I've been and, you know, if they have any suggestions, what I should try, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I, I've been enjoying just sort of the mellowness. Uh, today I got up, got, uh, I actually got a call yesterday from the car rental company saying like, Hey, we don't have any cars for you. Like I know if you have a reservation tomorrow, we don't have a car for you. I'm like, Oh fuck that sucks nuts. Then they're like, but we'll call you if we get one. I was like, all right. So today, like, you know, nine 30 in the morning, they call me and they go, we got one. Come on in. It's funny too, because I prepaid it's like prepay for your vehicle to ensure that, that it's here for you. And I did that anyways. And it's, it's, it was still unavailable. But they got me one. They gave me a free upgrade to a nice SUV. I'm in a, like a Nissan MasterCard or something. Like Nissan, what was it? Mass, Massa? That sounds like a terrible name. It's not what it is. It's in my uh, my Bluetooth here. Give me one sec. I'll pull it up on the phone. Let you know exactly what it's fucking called here. Like 97 things in my Bluetooth now. Uh, my Armada. Sorry. I knew it was like Baba, like with A's, but in the M. So my Armada. Nissan Armada, I think is what it's called. Anyways, um went to Costco, got all the things that I needed, had a really nice chat with a man named Mike there who was uh, selling these like anti-gravity massage chairs. Um, you know, living at Jay's, we had two massage chairs in the living room and, uh, and this thing looked amazing. And I got to tell you guys, it was great. It like put you in, you slip your arms into the side of it. Like your, your whole body's covered. Just pressing in my shoulders, doing my back. I might fucking go back just to get another, another setup. It was amazing. I think I have to pick up a couple other things from Costco. I'll be like, Mikey can put me through again, but we shot the shit. He's a nice man. He's from Florida. Uh, very positive dude. He's in his sixties. Looks amazing. He's in great, great shape. Got big old biceps, whatever takes care of himself. Nice dude. You know, he's a hockey fan. We shot the shit about hockey. We just talked about this, that, the other. He's a, he's a man of faith, but we chatted about how, you know, um, 
there's just, just, you know, Hey, there's nothing wrong with having faith. It's just, if you're being a good person or a piece of shit to other people, like you could be agnostic or atheist and still be an ass to other people. Like it's not, it's not the faith, whatever. He's just a good guy. We had a long, just enjoyable, long conversation. The majority of which I was sitting in this massage chair, just getting pampered, but, uh, just a good dude picked up the stuff I needed for the assets, threw them in the back of the, uh, the rental car. Shout out to Sam too. A nice gentleman at the, uh, the Avis who took good care of me and recommended a, uh, a barbecue joint, which I'd like to try tomorrow night uh, after we get all of us that or, or Friday when we get all of our stuff and everybody in town would be really cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of like, that's, that's where I'm at right now in terms of the week, like did the activation, just doing a little bit of running around right now, but I want to chat with you guys a little bit about some of the things that I've noticed. So um, I'm in a friendlier part, that whole like customer service at the window shit. That's, that's not so bad here. Um, I, I was telling you guys that I've been watching TV, you know, and I, I am, I'm watching TV. I, I bought an Apple TV and I've been poking around. I've been watching Seinfeld almost on Seinfeld. Um, I actually got to shoot the shit with my buddy Chad on the phone for a while yesterday. And that actually ate up a lot of time on the drive, made it kind of nice. I, uh, shooting with shooting the shit with him talking about how I, you know, I'm watching stuff. He's watching shameless and I think I'm going to start shameless. You guys let me know if I should watch shameless. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't watched it. Um, so he's talking about how he's watching that and he's just burning through it. So I feel like I've got like in my downtime in the hotel, I could probably watch some shameless. There's other things I could probably do that are more helpful to my life, but you know, I'm also okay with just taking it easy. And I think if I'm taking it easy and I'm not stressing too much, I could probably stay on the opti fast. Like today I had keto breakfast. So I had like the, the cheese and eggs and then the sausage this morning. So I, I kept a keto. Uh, I've kept a keto all day. I don't think I've broken that. Um, so that's good day for me to do that. And I'm going to try to keep it that way. Um, almost on Seinfeld. I'm in like the, I'm on season nine. So I'm, I'm any moment I'm going to hit like next episode and it's going to be the last one. Um, I also have been watching. So this is what I was gonna tell you guys before I've noticed with American television, right? Cause like at home, that could be the same with Canadian TV. I have not had cable in probably like close to 15 years now. Um, with the streaming services and everything like that, um, I'm thoroughly enjoying like just being able to put stuff on. Now I'm, I'm starting at a lot of search streaming services. All right. I got, uh, Netflix, Disney plus shutter, Amazon who, um, not Hulu, uh, Tubi, um, Paramount plus discovery plus, um, did I say shutter already? Um, I got, I got a lot of them. And so, um, I got crave, I miss crave, got a lot of them. So there's just about like anywhere where I'd need to watch a show. I have access to it. So I don't really feel like I'm missing out, right? Like everything that's being played on, on TV, I can, I can stream. So I remember, um, I, I just, as I've been watching TV, right? Like I'm looking for stuff like I, I basically my two channels, my two go-tos here are comedy central and MTV. And the reason MTV is because it plays like stuff like catfish, which I've watched during the day. And it plays like ridiculousness at night, which is like literally just turn your brain off and, and, you know, have the videos in the background. I actually find the show kind of annoying. Um, but at the same time, like it's just good background noise. I don't like quiet in the hotel. Uh, I brought books, which I really should read. That'll make me smarter and more, you know, not aware, but it'll just make me a little bit more well-read. <laughs> but, uh, I I've been watching the shows. One of the things I'm noticing though, with the TV is that I I've strayed a few times. I go to another channel and I'll be like, Oh look, family guys on constantly or King of the Hills on constantly or, or, uh, the office is what they play a lot on, on comedy central and South park. 
So I find, um, for starters, I'm watching different stations. Now it's a tough call because I think MTV owns Comedy Central now. Um, but I'm just noticing that like, it's the same show over and over and over again, um, on these channels. My guess is why would they pay for a bunch of different content when people are mostly on streaming services? So you may as well just play a show that you already own, right? Comedy Central owns these shows, may as well just play them all day long over and over again. It's not costing any money. You already own the rights to it. And if people tune in, they tune in, right? Same with MTV, Catfish and Ridiculousness. Like we own season after season. They're not playing them chronologically. You know what I mean? So like like literally Comedy Central's on mute in the background right now. And it's the Squirts episode of uh, South Park where they did the three episodes. I think it was like season two or three where they did the the three episodes of the meteor shower. Kyle goes to, to, to Jew camp. And, uh, you know, Stan, the last episode was Stan's version of it. They just did three different episodes where they all did different shit. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I just noticed it's the same shit all day, you know, Futurama, whatever it is, but it's just like, you get like a good three, four hour block, where it's just the same thing over and over again. Seinfeld is on comedy central, I believe. Um, but my point was, is like, I'm not sure if it's because they're owned by the same companies, but I'm watching different channels. They are advertising the fuck out of this, uh, new Ninja Turtles movie, which actually looks not half bad. It looks like it's done in the same animation style as, uh, the Spider-Man movies, the, uh, into the spider Verse and across the spider Verse. So, it, the movie looks cool, but they keep doing this commercial uh, where the you know the, the some guy delivers their big New Yorker pizza to the Ninja Turtles and same shit over and over again. Um, and it finally worked. It finally worked. I had to order it. Uh, I actually tried a couple times to order it, but there'd be like a Pizza Hut too far away or whatever. But I'm like, okay, thirteen ninety nine, uh, an extra large pizza. It's 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 uh, six slices, but it's done in like New York style where it's like thin crust, you know, and then the the pepperoni on top, whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, that looks good. Let's do that. Um, I got it and it was like super thin. Uh, it was like super thin and it was like dry. So like on the commercials, it's like this, this big New York style slice, um, with, you know, cheese just pulling away as you pick it up. Same as like almost the, the, the intro to the second Ninja Turtles movie where everyone's eating pizza. Um, and it's like these big slices, very cheesy, not like that at all. The cheese was like, like melted, but dried, um, not plentiful. So it was like these like thin slices. It was almost like a very large store-bought frozen, like flat Dr. Utker pizza. So it wasn't bad, but it came to me and it didn't taste fresh. It just seemed like, oh, so it was like, again, it was a little, a little overpriced on TV gooey ooey like soft you pick up the slice and it bends these slices were like like stiff you could pick it up it wasn't it wasn't folding over itself because it was soft it was a stiff pizza like a cracker not not that stiff but you know what i'm saying um so i tried it for anyone who's like oh, i'm seeing these commercials a lot too josh yeah i uh had nothing to do but like literally watch the same commercial over and over again go eh, 13.99 it's not so bad all these 30 40 pizzas i'm getting i'm like well, i want to do uh, i want to do a 13.99 Try the Ninja Turtles pizza. I mean, I'm going to do it. So um, I can just tell you it's eh, like hard. Eh. You know, I'm not like furious, but I did notice that um, I'm also like people's DoorDash names are fucking weird. So the woman who is delivering it to you, I shit you not. Big mama is what it said. Big mama's on her way with your pizza. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was expecting like large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know, the truck driver chick. You want to see something really scary. Um, 
but it was just this like short chick who wasn't, she was portly, but not really anything, whatever. I get the door, she hands me, she's like, have a blessed day. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> just I'm like, we're in Detroit. All right. God has left this place a long time ago. Um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was fine. I tried the pizza thing. I also had a, a woman deliver by the name of cinnamon and it took me half a second. I was like, Oh, sin, cinnamon. Cause it was like S Y N N A M I N. And I'm like, Oh God. So someone found like cinnamon is literally the joke when it's like, Oh, here comes the stripper cinnamon. Like that's the butt of the joke of like trashy name or whatever. And then to take it and spell it like wrong, seemingly deliberately. Um, that's to me, that was just, now that person was very, very nice and friendly at the door. They were very kind. They were actually one of the few people who actually handed me same with big mama in all fairness. Most people just like, I'll get a message. Like your person was there and it's like a picture of the two boxes outside my door, which is funny to me because like, I'll give them like three bucks. My thing is I'm in a hotel. So I tip three bucks. Okay. Which is not amazing, but it's $3 Americans. Like five dollars Canadian. Uh, I get like three bucks and then I have like two or $3 more in singles to give them when they knock on the door. Cause a lot, like I had it before where they, they show up and they like put the pizza on one of the luggage carts in the lobby. So like, I don't like, they're not like, Hey, I'm going to leave it in the lobby. Or if you want to come down literally, like I say, please come up to the room, da da da, nothing. And then like, I'll get a picture of it downstairs on a luggage rack, like right at the front entrance where anyone could just walk in and take it. So literally as I'm speaking to you guys, that Ninja Turtles commercial is coming on TV right now with the pizza. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would get a, p- a picture of my pizza or whatever down yeah, it's probably pizza downstairs, just sitting on the luggage rack. And I'm like, okay, so that's my thing is like, I've had enough of them just leaving it away. So it's like three bucks. And if you do your job, you're getting like two or $3 more, you know, I will tip you more to just bring it to my room as requested. So, um, yeah, shout out big mama and cinnamon for doing a good job with your goofy names. And, uh, what did I, what did I have? I've had all sorts of stuff, um, delivered. I trying, let's see here. I want to put it here. I had pizza, Hut, I had canes. And then, uh, yesterday, another example, someone just leaving it outside my door, L- lady Gaga commercial, all in one treat and prevent lady Gaga, actual patient for what? Nurtech ODT Rimigipant. Most common side effects were nausea. Well, what is it? Learn more about lady Gaga's journey. What is Nurtech? Hey Siri, what is Nurtech? Let's see if it comes up with it. Not Kyle Novak for fuck's sakes. Nurtech. I'm going to forget the name of it. Nurtech. Acute treatment of migraine. That's it. Yeah. Nurtech ODD. And then Lady Gaga's right here. You know, number one prescription migraine treatment in its class. The only migraine medication that treats and prevents all in one. Lady Gaga, actual Nurtech ODD patient. Um, anyways, yeah, lots of, lots of pharmaceuticals on the TV gang. Lots of pharmaceuticals. Um, lots of cat commercials. You know, um, had some chats with some, uh, some Americans today. There was a guy in the parking lot I was chatting with, um, shooting the shit with him. And then I was like, oh, you know, I said something like North America. And he's like, like, uh, I was talking about the hot sauce. It's going to be available in North America in the fall. And he's like, oh, it's only in the Northern part of America. And I was like, like, no, North America. I'm like, I'm like Canada. Like it's going to be available in Canada, Mexico, us, United, United States, of America. Um, that's, that's North America. I go, fuck, listen, man, I didn't drop out of high school so I could teach geography to Americans. Cause a lot of them don't know where the fuck shit is. Um, and we both had a laugh about that because I'm like, yeah, how the fuck I'm a high school dropout. How the fuck do you guys not know? You don't even know that you're in North America. 
You know, that's the continent, motherfucker. Um, so yeah, um, I tried this place last night, uh, Scornovacas. It's like S-C-O-R-N-O-V-A-C-C-A's. Uh, the kid at the front desk, shout out to Joshua at the front desk who suggested that I, I try that place. Uh, I got two little small ones last night cause it was pricey, it was pricey. Um, but they were fucking good. It was like a thin crust pizza, had good toppings, good cheese, thoroughly enjoyed it. And since I now have earned myself like a nice big hefty discount on uh, DoorDash, I'll probably order that tonight, even though I'm trying to be a good bitch. I think my last night before I work, I'm going to try to just use up that credit. I mean, I bought all these other garbage meals at a high price. May as well use that credit and call it a mic drop. I've been really bargaining and negotiating with myself, like what my last day of eating food is. But uh, shout out to that place. And I think again, Friday, I think tomorrow if I do OptiFast, I should be good, smart day to like, just, you know, work and 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 not worry about food and then uh i think friday night we're gonna try that uh what you smoking is the name of the barbecue joint what you smoking and uh i'm looking forward to that man there's a new smoke there's a new uh barbecue joint in ottawa uh barbecue joint it's like it's just like a chain but i can't remember what the fuck it's called it's in barhaven and it was delicious i've been there two or three times now fucking love it absolutely delicious um yeah Am I still talking about stuff? Hey, 36 minutes. This is kind of an episode, right? Um, as I mentioned, Ryan's not with me this week, guys. I'm going to be uh making him I'm gonna make him do the <laughs> the podcast with me next week. He seems to be like apprehensive, especially since it's you know, we're doing a lot of uh we did a long episode. Um I kind of want to watch some classic movies too. Like I've been listening to some podcasts and stuff and um, you know, I've never seen the breakfast club. I, I know a lot of the scenes. I know the fucking famous, you know, fist pump in the air at the end with the, don't you forget about me. I'll be alone dancing. You know it, baby. I don't know the lyrics, but I love that song. Would you recognize me? Call my name. You never loved me. Great song. Great song. Um, I know that I don't know if I said this already. I know the scene where she puts the lipstick between her tits and like does her face up, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen it. I know it's a classic John Hughes. Um, somebody posted about like uncle buck the other day and I, I hadn't seen uncle buck like for the most, most of my life. And I think I've watched it once as an adult and it didn't really have me, but I can't I really can't say that with any level of confidence because I can't remember really anything about the movie. All I know is that on the back of uncle buck, uh, Macaulay Culkin got home alone. So, um, it's, it's gotta be good. I'm, I'm going to give it another try at some point, but there's a lot of John Hughes movies, 16 candles, uh, pretty in pink breakfast club that I just haven't seen. So, um, I think uncle buck is a great movie. I know that home alone is an incredible movie. I know that, uh, planes, trains and automobiles is an incredible movie. So like, you know, obviously John Hughes had a, had a run there where he was doing everything. Um, so I, I'd like to check out some of his movies. Um, and I'm thinking like, there's a bunch of, there's a lot of just like classic movies I haven't seen. And I don't mean classic, like the whole citizen Kane gone with the wind Casablanca, but I think I do want to watch those two at some point just to see what I missed. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what your guys thoughts are too. It's like, just watch it and then be like, Hey, I watch this movie. I don't know if anyone's, you know, for all the other adults who are like, man, I just seen Bork. But I, I pulled up some like top 100 lists of all time. And I'd say I probably got about 50% of them watched. Um, I would say less than 10% I have uh, that I like haven't heard of. But I think uh, to go in, I think if I had a better understanding of like the composition of a story, 
You know what I mean? Like I was thinking about it while I was taking a shit today, uh, which is, I'd love for that to just be some stupid like joke line, you know, shit humor. That's what you'd be proud of Josh to, to come up with a joke. No, I was, I was in the bathroom and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, they call it like first act, second act, third act. Right. And they refer to that. Like, you know, I've seen celebrities talking about the movies there in the end. It was like a big third act thing where blah, blah. And I'm like, well, they don't break it up. Like, I mean, I know how story, the stories are written that way, but I think that's because of stage performances. I think that's where the term first act, second act, third act comes from because, you know, they, they, they do an act, take a break, come back, you know, do it again, take another break, and then they finish it. And I think that's where the first, second, and third act come from. I could have researched it, but then you guys wouldn't be able to send me an email. Tell me how stupid I am. Contact at onemanpodcast.com, by the way, if you want to uh, send me an email telling me how stupid I am or where the first, second, and third act stuff uh, originates from and and whatnot. But I'm saying I'd, I'd like to have a better understanding of storytelling in the sense of like knowing what makes a first act, what makes a second act, what makes a third act. Like I understand that like the first act, you're building the characters and you're creating whatever it is. The second act is like the issue whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the third act is the resolution and the the growth and the are the end of the arc, right? Which is generally like a lot of trilogies, right? Is like, it's like an overarching first, second and third act where you get everything. And that's why the second one's always like leaving people in the worst position. The empire strikes back, so to speak, because you got to leave them in the worst way to, to the start. They, the end of the second act is like in a romantic comedy where the guy fucks up and she finds out he's full of shit. Right. And then the third act's gonna be like, how are you gonna make it right? How are you gonna solve this? Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like a better a little better understanding of that, and then a little bit of just understanding general general writing. Because I think knowing that I would be able to to enjoy movies like Casablanca and Gone with the Wind and Shane and some of these classics. Because I know a lot of them don't hold up today. I was I was listening to uh a podcast. And one of the guys was saying how he was in a room with a bunch of different people and they were watching movies. The, I want to put a little verbal note in here because they were talking, excuse me, about like it was either the choice was either Stephen King's Cat's Eye, uh, which I've seen many times and gave me nightmares when I was a kid. And uh, this movie called, oh, fuck, I just had it. Wild Tales, Wild Tales, whatever that is. But it was like an Argentinian like subtitle movie. But apparently it's incredible. And everybody was shitting on uh, Stephen King's cat's eye because it's like three short stories. There's like quitters Inc. I think is the name of the first one. Then there's the ledge. And then there's, I don't know what the last one's called, but it's the scariest one. Uh, it's the one with the little troll in the wall and trying to steal, uh, drew Barrymore's breath when she's sleeping. Um, but, uh, the quitters Inc. one, um, I haven't seen that movie in years, but I remember the premise. It was like the guy's trying to quit smoking and he like joins this program that will help him quit smoking and the idea is it's like one of those stories where if he smokes, they're like watching him all the time and then like threaten him, you know, like if, if you have another cigarette, we're going to cut off your wife's pinky finger or whatever, da, 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 da. And he's like, what the fuck? Like this was like Drew Barrymore was like five or six in this movie to give you an idea of how long ago it was. So the idea with the, the story was like, and then at the end of quitters, I don't, I don't remember like much of what transpired and this, that, and the other, but I, th- I vaguely remember them putting this guy's wife in like a room where the floor was electrified. They're like torturing her because the guy was smoking. And then at the end of the episode or the end of the story, like, I just remember 
a guy talks to another guy and he's like, oh, like, yeah, so-and-so. Yeah, I was part of the program. He's like, yeah, you remember you recommended it to me, da-da-da. And then the guy goes back to a table, sits down with his wife, and he looks at the wife. She's holding a teacup and she's missing her pinky finger. So it's just one of those like, okay, you know, like this this stuff here. But, But now... A story like, oh, you do something and these guys are watching you and following you and they're they're harassing you and torturing you. Like these tales are not new now. So this story doesn't age well because it's, you know, it's it's been done a bunch of times since. But at the time that that came out, you know, the idea that like you would join a program to quit smoking and they would fucking threaten you and and torture you and all that that was like what the fuck it was like some black mirror shit way before black mirror and all these other concepts so a lot of stephen king stories have not aged well but i've said this about it too right like you know hey it knows what scares you and da, da, da. like the the book it being written i believe it was it came out before freddy krueger so like once you've seen a bunch of shit like that since you're like yeah this isn't anything new right it's been done it's like yeah but this was where it came from you know what i mean this isn't like it's a copycat that doesn't hold up you don't have your your black mirrors and stuff without things like this coming around first and like blazing the trail so i just remember hearing that and 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 this is what my thoughts are with um going back to watch your Casablancas and your citizen canes and, you know, gone with the winds. It's just like, am I going to watch it and be like, I've seen all of these like plot devices and shit done a million times. Like, you know, watching your sevens and your fight clubs and, and that kind of stuff after having already seen it. Uh, it's just, it's just fascinating. It's fascinating. And like, I, I like to see like, you know, I've watched a lot of horror stuff where they're like, I want to see what, what, the future of, you know, horror cinema will hold because, you know, audiences get wise to all of the tricks to scare you. Right. So we got to develop new tricks and new things to try to, to frighten you, to scare you. Um, it's just interesting. So I, um, that's where my position is, uh, on some of these older movies. I'd like to watch them because they're classics, you know, uh, like reading shit like animal farm and Charlotte's web and, Lord of the flies. Like these are all stories, 1984 shit like that. It's all stories that, that exist in the zeitgeist and they're still referenced. It's just, um, a lot of people have having, so I don't know I, the important shit. Uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to see, it. I'd like to, to do that, especially if I've got downtime, I, I have very little of it. Once I get home, I'm going to be back to like installing shit and, and trying to work on stand up and things like that. So, um, I'm going to try to enjoy some of this shit while I still have some time on the road. Um, just having a quick peek here at my notes. I told you guys about the Ninja Turtles pizza. Um, that's kind of it for right now. Um, this week, guys, I'm at the IndyCar series in Iowa. It's July 21st through 23rd. Um, you know, I, uh, I drive next week, um, before the next podcast comes in, I, I drive to, uh, to what do you call it? Um, Chicago for the last, last stop last week of the, uh, the tour here. So I got two weeks left here in the States, just driving from place to place, but um, I'm getting used to it. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy the drives. I'm starting to get the, you know, I've got a good handle on how to maneuver the truck. Like I'm just enjoying, you know, being here. And, you know, I've told you guys about my throat in, in previous episodes. I'm having a lot of trouble with my, with my throat, my neck and tightness and, and pain and stuff. And it's, it's scaring me and I'm, I'm away from my Canadian healthcare and I'm away from my family and, um, and stress isn't good for it. Stress tends to make it tighter. So I'm just kind of like, try not to panic. And all I got to do is put me an extrovert in a fucking hotel room 
you know, with my thoughts and it's going to freak me out and make me, you know, not have such a good time. So, um, I'm going to try to find a ways to, uh, enjoy myself doing this podcast as one, you know, being able to chat with you guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to keeping this more consistent, um, having my notes and shit ready so that I'm good to just, you know, have a good time with you guys, you know, keep you up to date with what's going on with me. And then when I get home, I'm looking forward to being able to share, you know, how comedy is going because I really want to hit the ground running with comedy. I'm putting notes down and stuff. And, uh, and when I start writing the stuff, I want to be able to get on stages the same night. I want to have some chats and find out what are the places to, to, to go, what to be and, and kind of set aside a budget because now that I live, you know, further away from the city, um, I want to make sure I have a budget to, to go in and, and, you know, watch stand up and do stand up and, uh, you know, um, immerse myself in that. Because one thing I've learned in this tour, watching Eddie do what he's doing is, uh, I would much rather be inside on stage being the entertainment than the guy who's building the, the tents and, and, you know, driving the trucks. Um, so I need to, to work harder at that because, you know, anything that you want in life, you got to work for, you know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that I have some talent and that I can make people ha ha every now and again, but, uh, I need to, need to work it out hard. So, uh, this week, if you happen to be in the Iowa area, um, come out to uh, the IndyCar series, July 21st, 23rd at the, uh, Iowa speedway. Um, if you're in the Nashville area, go see, uh, go see Ryan. I don't know where the fuck he is. I don't even know the name of the stadium because I didn't have to look it up, but wherever Ed Sheeran is, that's where Ryan will be. If you want to go say hi to Ryan and you're in the area, go say hi to Ryan. Um, I got some plugs. I haven't plugged a whole lot, but guys, if you're, uh, Ryan and I have found like 10 nights free cruises, as a result of being founders card members and doing our status matches. So again, like you can click on my link in the the show notes and you can get yourself a founders card at a discount because of my thing. And you're going to get all those fun features that we've talked about in the past. Um, you can also use the website skip lagged for your flight booking, which is super helpful. So make sure you go, uh, click on my link. Uh, you know, it doesn't cost you anything extra. It just kicks some, some free change my way. Uh, so who knows you could end up helping, uh, helping to spend, uh, you know, helping to send this fella to a, another location where he can bring you back some stories. So, um, check those links out. We got skip lag. We got founders card in the, uh, in the show notes and, uh, and that'll, that'll be it for this week, guys. If you want to send me something, I would love for you to send me an email. I'd love to read it on the air. Contact at one man podcast.com. If you have any shows, any notes, anything at all that, that you want to chat about, I would love to hear about it. Um, if you have any questions for Ryan in uh, for Nashville next week, he's gonna be back with me, and I would love to read him your emails uh, and have him answer them because he talks funny. No, <laughs> um, but that's it, guys. I'm gonna hang out this week. Uh, for me coming up, like I said, we've got the thing this weekend, but um, we've got a few days of like setup and activation. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna order some pizza tonight, and uh, actually after this, Crystal and I have chatted about spending some time together, just uh, the two of us over the phone digitally. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to try to watch something together or if we're just going to chat and connect. Uh, but I miss her. I love her super so much and I miss my lady. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens in my week. There's always, always shit that comes up. That's, that's, that's strange and unexpected. Um, but in the meantime, I hope that you guys have a phenomenal week and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Day by day, I dig snow and rain in the 
Dragging the light, dragging the light, dragging the light, dragging the light. 